Dan, uh, you make a good point here in that when anything is fried, you can kind of get it down. Right? Isn't that weird? I could probably eat anything fried. And then you wouldn't even tell. And then you tell me after what it is, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even. I didn't. It just tastes like a fried thing to me. <laughs> Isn't that funny? When you're eating something fried, you're just like, this is just a fried thing of some sort, and it just goes down. But then when they told you what it was, testicles, you had that vision in your mind. Then it was no longer a fried thing to you. <laughs> I would try it though. I would try those things. I'll bet you they are delicious. Anything fried is kind of delicious. You know, you get a little dipping sauce. I'm sure, like ketchup, like you said, a little hot sauce. I'm a little partial to like uh, honey mustard. Mmm, honey mustard on my testes. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the call in, buddy. It's good to hear from you. Okay, this next call is uh, my buddy Matt who wants to put a chip into his body and he's going to talk about that. He's calling about a, a segment that I did a couple of days ago about a company that uh, put is putting chips into their employee. Employees. <laughs> I'm an idiot. So Matt, the company is called 32M and they're located in Wisconsin and you might get a chip in you but the downfall is you have to live in Wisconsin. <laughs> You better hope that chip can do some crazy stuff at that point. You better hope that chip can give you a whole new virtual reality because you'll be living in Wisconsin. <laughs> and you're going to need some VR at that point to distract you from the reality of living in Wisconsin. That's how bored people are in Wisconsin. They're like, yeah, yeah, sure, put a chip into my face. That's no problem. Hey, what do you want to do? Some sort of, uh, treat me like a rat and uh, I'll, I'll be in your experiment. I live in Wisconsin. There's nothing else going on. <laughs> I'm sorry, if you guys live in Wisconsin, I mean to put it down. Matt, I love how you said, yo, stick an iPod in me. That sounds like, uh, didn't they do that in one of the Jackass movies? They put an, <laughs> they put an iPod, iPod up one of them's butt. <laughs> no, that, was a, that, was a, that was a car, a small car. Um, I loved that. <laughs> Dude, you're crazy, you're crazy, but I, I understand what's going on. If I had this kind of technology, though, and... All of this stuff, the music and all my apps were in my, in my mind. I would just constantly be in a state of watching porn and I would get nothing done. I need to be able to be easily moved away from my devices. Otherwise, they would just take over. I don't know. Maybe you're different. Maybe you have more um, self-control than me, but I just can't, uh, I can't have it all on me and in me. I need to be able to get away from it. You know, I do, I do something called meditation, bro. I don't know if you've heard of it. You ought to try it, yeah? It's when you unplug your devices and just, just be one with yourself, man. Just get one with yourself. Guys, there's a pierogi festival. That's right. I'm letting you know there's not just one pierogi festival. There's at least two pierogi festivals. And we know this because they're fighting over the name pierogi festival. <laughs> there's one in Indiana that's suing the one in Pennsylvania for using the the phrase pierogi festival they're like you cannot call this a pierogi festival because we're a pierogi festival <laughs> i'm just happy that there are pierogi festivals to be honest with you do you know what pierogies are if you don't know what pierogies are they're like a polish dumpling and they're amazing they are outstanding they're one of my favorite foods they're usually filled with something like uh usually a potato filling and then they'll put like onions with it so potato and onion potato and mushroom sweet potato oh they're amazing they're so good and I love that there are pierogi festivals out there. I wish there was one near me because I would go there and I would just eat myself into oblivion because they're so good. 
I would just drink beer and eat pierogies and just be Polish for the entire day. And I would pay whatever it takes to, to make that happen. So into the story. I'm sorry, I went on that long pierogi rant, but I just really love them. There's a trademark dispute involving the name of the popular Polish delicacy, and it's threatening to boil over. Four years ago, residents of Edwardsville, Pennsylvania, launched a festival tied to the pierogies, the potato-filled dumpling. That's ubiquitous in a region whose coal mines drew waves of Polish immigrants more than a century ago. The Edwardsville Pierogi Festival has been a success, so much so that it's caught the attention of a chamber of commerce in suburban Chicago, which runs a highly popular, quote, pierogi fest, and they say the Pennsylvania fest is infringing on their trademark. The lawyers for the pierogi fest in Chicago sent a letter demanding that the Edwardsville, Pennsylvania organizers either stop using the name or pay a licensing fee. This is terrible. This is terrible. First of all, the Edwards population of 4,700 is like 90% Polish, and they're being told to drop the name pierogi fest? I don't think so. The Chicago one should just change their name to something else because they're not 90% Polish. You know what? They shouldn't even have to change their name. Nobody should have to change their name. We should all just be able to use Pierogi Festival and then just add your own little flavor to it. This is ridiculous. We're supposed to be celebrating our differences. And you know what comes along with celebrating our differences? Our ethnic differences? Our backgrounds? Well, celebrating our differences in amazing food. That's part of it too. And so don't be a jerk about it and put restrictions on any way in which an ethnicity can celebrate its amazing food and allow us all to enjoy it even more. It should be encouraged to get your food out there, however it takes, whatever you want to call it, whatever day you want to do it on. I don't care if it's a pierogi festival, a Japanese squid festival. I'm down for, uh, I don't know, a, a Transylvanian bat on a stick festival. <laughs> Transylvanians don't eat bats. That's so bad for me to say that. That's so dumb. And it shows what an idiot I am. Well, this food fight has landed in federal court where lawyers for the Pennsylvania group filed a lawsuit Monday against the organizers of the Chicago event 700 miles away. No person on planet Earth is going to confuse the Edwardville Pierogi Festival with a suburban Chicago pierogi fest, said one Polish guy in Edwardsville. How is that for a Polish accent? Did you like that? <laughs> Now, the chairman for the big one in Indiana said that his group has licensed the name to similar ethnic food festivals around the country and is willing to talk with the Edwardsville group about a similar arrangement. Oh, really, Mr. Chairman? You ass. This guy's a total ass. Yeah, well, oh, we, we will license you the name. Oh, in other words, hey, if you we're willing to negotiate if you give us a little bit of money and license it. Yeah, we don't need your negotiation. We don't need your blessing, okay? This community is more Polish than his community, so he can suck it license your name then he went on to say disney does it coca-cola does it kleenex does it if you have a trademark you protect it disney protects their name disney doesn't protect uh amusement park <laughs> you know which is what you're saying with the pierogi festival it's a pierogi festival it's a type of festival okay you don't trade you can't trademark a type of festival you say no one can have a pierogi festival they're calling it the edwardsville pierogi festival okay they're not calling it Pierogi Fest. These people shouldn't give him a dime. They should keep doing their Pierogi Festival. And I hope it's more successful than the other Pierogi Festival. And they put that Pierogi Festival out of business. No, that's not true. I don't, I don't wish that because I really like pierogies and I want them to flourish wherever they are. This is Weird AF News where your host loves pierogies. Please favorite my station, applaud me, and make a comment there. Tell me if you've had pierogies. I want to know. If you haven't, you should. 
Sometimes I just come across headlines and I'm like, this cannot be real. Catholics in Ottawa are outraged that an archbishop allowed a giant robot spider on the roof of their cathedral. <laughs> How does that even happen? How does a giant robot spider get on the roof of a cathedral? I want to know all the details of this. Don't you? <laughs> What's behind this? Is this a spider-obsessed archbishop or something? <laughs> I think a church in Ottawa lost a bet with a church in Toronto or something. Ottawa Archbishop Terence Pendergrast has apologized to local parishioners when they took offense at a brief presence of the giant robotic spider on the cathedral roof. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I would have loved to have seen that press conference. Uh, we, we just want to apologize on behalf of God and the church for putting the giant robot spider on the roof momentarily. Uh, we know you're not accustomed to seeing giant robot spiders at mass. <laughs> We just thought we'd mix it up a little bit, you know? We're trying to get the kids more interested in going to church. <laughs> Attendance is really down, and we're just trying to beef it up a little bit. <laughs> Having a little fun. <laughs> what happened was the Archbishop allowed a theater troupe called La Machine. Uh, they staged these massive street productions involving robots and puppets. Usually they're of large stature. And so they have one called... Kumo, it's a giant spider, and it's uh, being used to perform in the celebration of the 150th Canada Day. So Canada has a day, and it's 150th of those. <laughs> so other cathedrals across Europe have hosted the spider during the show's tour without controversy, but the Ottawa Catholics were pretty upset, apparently. The show opened on July 27th in the evening when Kumo woke up to organ music from inside the cathedral. The spider was suspended from cranes and climbed off its perch between the towers as snow fell from above as part of the event's special effects. So this all happened on the glorious roof of this Ottawa cathedral, and the archbishop no doubt was high-fiving the other clergy and probably taking some Instagram video of it as well, I'm sure as archbishops usually do. <laughs> archbishops are big on the Instagram game, guys. I don't know if you know that. But the community of Catholics was very, very not pleased with the giant spider on the roof. They said such things as, I don't understand how allowing a mechanical spider to stand on the cathedral is anything but disturbing, disappointing, and even shameful. A. <laughs> I threw the A in there because all Canadians end their sentences with A. That was a woman named Diane Bartlett. She wrote that on the Archbishop's Facebook wall. See, the Archbishop has Facebook and Instagram. He's very, very in tune with the social media these days. That's why he allowed the spider to go on the roof, just trying to keep it hip, you know? I think Diane Bartlett needs to get a life. Yeah, Diane Bartlett of Ottawa, Canada, if you're hearing me, get a life, okay? <laughs> Would you have better things to do than to write these nasty little things on this poor Archbishop's Facebook wall? Can't you see he's just trying to get the kids involved in church? Other, others defended the Archbishop's decision. While the viewer may find the juxtaposition jarring, I gather it's supposed to be, wrote Chris Demetrico. Well, well, Chris, you have quite a lofty vocabulary. But sacrilegious, come on, Chris said. Give your Archbishop a, a break. This civic engagement with art recalls the Vatican's Courtyard of the Gentiles project. Culture is a bridge. Well, I have no idea what you're talking about there, Chris, but I... I think it's fantastic that you're defending the Archbishop. I don't think the Archbishop really needs any defending whatsoever. It's clear that this is a cool thing to do. Look, man, the disintegration of the Catholic Church is a real thing. It's getting more secular. 
you know, the Pope has to do things like um, say, hey, I believe in aliens and we can have lesbian nuns. That's cool. You know, just to stay hip. This is the movement that's going on in the Christian religion. So you need to embrace giant robotic spiders to get the kids involved. This is what has to be done if you want to keep an interest in the church, okay? You have to compete with IMAX 3D Terminator movies. <laughs> I'm going to hell for saying all this. I love you guys. Please forgive me. And God, please forgive me if you're up there. You know who likes giant robotic spiders? Jesus. Yeah. He would have thought that was cool. A Minnesota nerd, excuse me, a Minnesota man stabbed seven times over Magic the Gathering card game argument. These geeks are starting to carry knives and stuff, guys, so be careful out there. St. Cloud, Minnesota. Sounds like a lovely place. A 31-year-old man is facing charges of assault after he allegedly stabbed a 20-year-old man seven times in an argument over Magic the Gathering. First of all, this 31-year-old man needs to get a life. You're 31 years old, still playing Magic the Gathering with 20-year-olds. Is this what you're doing with your time? These, you think these 20-year-olds even want to hang out with you? That's probably what it was. They were probably like, listen, dude, you're way too old to be hanging out with us. Why don't you skedaddle? Why don't you take your Magic the Gathering deck and why don't you skedaddle? Why don't you find somebody your own age to play Magic the Gathering with? I'm sure there's some 30-year-olds that are into it somewhere in this world. Probably not, but you can try and look for them on the internet. <laughs> I like how the guy called 911 to report that he stabbed him after he stabbed him. This is how nerds do it. They don't stab you and take your wallet and run. No, they stab you and then go, oh, I just feel awful about that. I shouldn't have done that. All right, I'm going to call 911. Oh, nerds are nice. I hope if I get stabbed by anyone, it's a nerd. Investigators reported the two men were playing Magic the Gathering when an argument broke out about what a vagina might look like. <laughs> oh, that was such a good joke I slipped in there. Oh, man. <laughs> you guys are so welcome by the way oh I screwed up the whole thing the 31 year old is the guy who stabbed the 20 year old so the 20 year old called the 911 and said I have been stabbed so Elijah Creech is the guy who did this you guys don't even care about the details about this right this is just ridiculous who needs the names of these dorks okay so a 31 year old stabs stabs the 20 year old and then calls 911 to say I stabbed him. Here's what happened. The 20-year-old apparently hit him in the face with a rubber mallet. No, wait a minute. So apparently, in addition to stabbing him seven times, he hit him in the face with a rubber mallet, which is a strange tactic. I don't know where you get that. The victim had stab wounds around his neck and also his cheek. That is deadly. So this, I mean, if you have stab wounds anywhere near your neck, that is attempted murder, okay? Creech was booked in the Benton County Jail in suspicion of first and second degree assault charges and for playing Magic the Gathering at a way too old age. <laughs> they booked him for that as well. You know, as I drink my tea and familiarize myself with this outlandish story, I can't help but feel so sorry for this boy's mother. The 31-year-old's. Yeah, his mother. She just wants him to get a real job, marry a nice, lovely woman, move out of the house... And stop playing the Magic the Gathering with near teenagers. <laughs> oh, guys. Please, please favorite my station and applaud this show. I'm trying to get up on the ratings here. I'm barely cracking the top 100s on most popular radio stations on here. I don't know why. The jokes are just flowing. 